saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Schadenfreude, everybody must have screamed, ah, he's a sung hero. Little pushy pushy. Are you back from listening to Stairway to Heaven twice? Now those are just words I looked up on the internet. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. I tried to record last week in a Savannah, Georgia hotel. The audio was terrible. Took the week off, and I'm back. And it's June. That was last month when I did that. In May, now we're in June, and it's summertime. And what does June mean? It means NBA Finals. It means NBA Draft. It means WNBA. These are all basketball things. Unfortunately, no WVU guys are represented in the NBA Finals this year. Highsmith for the Heat, he played at Wheeling University, so there's our West Virginia connection. But the three WVU guys are done. So let's, you know, kind of end a year update. What's going on with our Mountaineer guys that are representing in the NBA? Not front office guys, head coach. Two players, and let's start with Deuce. Deuce McBride, year two with the New York Knicks, and he did better than his rookie season. He doubled the amount of minutes he played in his first year. That's a win. Solid part of the rotation in the middle of the season when Jalen Brunson was down. Jalen Brunson came back. Deuce McBride's minutes dwindled in April and into the playoffs. Only one G League appearance this season versus six in his rookie year. And Deuce McBride, G League Deuce McBride, unstoppable. Like, it's just the man scores, the man does everything. He's one of the most prolific G League players in seven games in the G League. Look at the stats. He he dominates in Rochester, but only one G League appearance, so that's good for a guy who wants to be in the NBA The less you play in the G League means the more you're suiting up for your NBA team. So that's a win. His shooting percentage improved. It was pretty rough his rookie season. I would say still rough overall, but it improved. Pretty steady everywhere else. Shooting percentage from three, it increased up to 30%, which in the NBA is not great, and it's got to keep improving. So now here's where we're at with Deuce. Essentially, the first the first domino that's going to fall here is the Knicks front office determining will they pick up Deuce's player or team option for his contract to play in 2023-2024. So that's up to the Knicks. And what they can do is they can say, yeah, Deuce, will bring you back. Welcome back. One more year. Or they're going to say, uh, we're good, and they will – 
declined the team option, and then Deuce McBride becomes a free agent. And the Knicks have a lot of team options to look at in the guard position in this offseason. One seems, well, they all seem fairly easy decisions for the Knicks. Derrick Rose, they have a team option on his. I would say this is the end of the road for Derrick Rose. Who's to say? The Knicks will say. The Knicks will say, I I can't imagine they bring him back, but stranger things have happened. So he's out of the picture. And for Deuce McBride selfishly, when guards are out of the picture, that increases the probability of Deuce entering the picture. So that's that's one guy out of the picture. The other team options are for Quentin Grimes, who was starting games in the playoffs, I believe. So I would assume the Knicks pick him up and pick up that player option or that team option. And then Emmanuel Quickly, who is their Vinny Johnson, I'm showing my age, he's their fire starter. He comes in, gets buckets. I think they bring him back. And Josh Hart, he has a player option. He was well-liked in New York. Josh Hart has played at a bunch of places. He does have a connection, a Villanova connection with Jalen Brunson. Does he stay? That's up to him. But all those guys have decisions to make, and that's going to affect what the Knicks do with Deuce, right? So, I mean, I'm rooting for the Knicks to pick up the team option. What that does for Deuce is it keeps him in the NBA. Maybe he's a trade piece, and that's not a terrible thing either, where he could land somewhere similar to another WVU guy that we're going to talk about on this podcast find a better situation, increases minutes, increases role, things work out. If they pass and decline the team option, that's a scarier path for Deuce because, you know, I talked about it, NBA draft, new guys are coming in. Knicks can draft guards. They can find other guards in the free agent market. If they pass – then Deuce becomes a free agent. Has he done enough to warrant him staying up in the NBA? He's he's killing it in the G League. When he's 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 too good for the G League. So does that make him good enough for the NBA, or does it make him? Uh, the good thing about Deuce McBride is he can get money playing basketball anywhere in the world. So he could end up in China, he could end up in a in Australia, somewhere where he's making very good money playing basketball, maybe not in the NBA. I think I think that's what happens if if he becomes a free agent. I really do. Ultimately, hey Knicks, Jalen Brunson, he might get injured again. Don't you want Deuce? Don't you want Deuce on the cheap? It's not, I mean, I would love Deuce McBride's money to play basketball. But in the NBA, he is a low-expense contract. Uh, He's really good at basketball. Keep him. Keep him on the cheap. Jalen Brunson insurance. Keep the team afloat. It's year three for him. He can improve. He shows out for the Knicks and then gets his next contract. That's what I want for Deuce McBride. That's where he's at. A lot of options there. The next guy, Javon Carter. And in 2022-2023 NBA season for Javon Carter was amazing. Like it was 
Think of where Javon Carter was in his rookie season. A lot of G League games going back and forth between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Hustle, I believe it's the G League team. And cut to this season, and it was his first full season with the Milwaukee Bucks, and he was a big part of what they were doing all season. Averaged a career-high 22 minutes a game. Awesome. Started 39 games. Awesome. Shot 42% from three. That's good at any level of basketball. It was good enough for the 12th best three-point percentage in the NBA. So only 11 guys had a, had a higher percentage. That's how I do math. Or just like I read that, I'm like only 11 guys in the best basketball league in the world uh, shot a higher percentage from behind the three-point arc than Javon Carter. Amazing. Early in the season, Javon Carter made his mark. Giannis sitting out. Drew Holiday sitting out. Javon Carter in Oklahoma City goes off. 36 points, 12 assists in a win over the Thunder. This is like, look at stats, look at his highlights, how they, I think they like him. I would say they love him in Milwaukee. This was an amazing Javon Carter season. Loved it. Love, you know the man is a hard worker. You know the man puts in the time and to go from being waived by the Brooklyn Nets last season, getting picked up by a title contender, Milwaukee Bucks team, playing with one of the best guys who's ever played the game in Giannis. And those guys are tight. And it was just, it was amazing. Now, the Bucks got taken out by the Eastern Conference champion, Miami Heat. So the one seed. Milwaukee Bucks lost. Not great. Coach Bud gone. New coach comes in, Adrian Griffin. First stab at a head coaching job in the NBA. Carter is on his last year of his contract this upcoming season with the Bucks. So much different situation than Deuce. Established rotation guy in the NBA. Again, he shot 42% from three. That gets Javon Carter an opportunity on some NBA roster. As it stands right now, he's going to run it back next season with the Bucks. With the new coach, I think he gets that opportunity to play in a contract year. Javon Carter works hard all the time. Treadmill mentality, that's his move, right? Treadmill mentality with a new contract with more NBA money on that contract, kind of in the distance from the treadmill. I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna try to run off the treadmill to get that contract. He's gonna be focused. And if it the other thing that can happen, and this has happened to Javon Carter in his career, is that the Bucks make a trade where Carter's expiring contract is enticing for whoever is picking up. The Bucks player, which can absolutely happen when there's a change in coach, and it, it can absolutely happen. Changes can make be made for a one seed that gets beat by an eight seed. That absolutely is on the table. Either way, 
I think Javon Carter, with his fantastic season, is going to stay up, and we're going to keep watching Javon Carter play in the National Basketball Association. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That leaves us with our third guy who's not on, he is on the floor, but he is a head coach, Joe Mazzulla. He just finished his first season as a head coach for the Boston Celtics. And here's what Joe Mazzulla did in his first season. He's a 34-year-old man who is a NBA head coach. The Celtics won 57 games in the regular season. I checked. That's six more than the last guy. So 57 wins. That's very good. He ended up third in the Coach of the Year voting. So according to votes, I don't know who votes for this, uh, two coaches were deemed better than Joe Mazzulla as far as the job they did this season. So that's that's really good. You could get zero votes. Joe Mazzulla got enough votes to get third in that voting. And the Celtics got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they lost in a Game 7 to the Miami Heat. And as you know, and, and the, if you've been under a rock, uh, the Celtics lost the first three games. They were down 0-3, won the next three, and then they and then they got blown out at home. But 57 wins and Eastern Conference Finals. Now, this was a team who made the finals last year, so it is a step back. But for a rookie head coach, that's not too shabby. And Brad Stevens has already came out and said that Joe Mazzulla will be back next season, which shouldn't, you know, like, you know what I told you where he was third in the Coach of the Year voting? There was a scenario where he could have been third in coach of the year voting and also get fired. Like if they, if the Celtics don't win game four and probably if if they don't win games five and six to get it back to three, three, that Joe Mazzulla was a one and done head coach with the Boston Celtics. Like that absolutely was possible. That was, uh, that was a strong possibility. And so will Joe Mazzulla get better as a head coach? I think so. That's what Brad Stevens said. He knows he's pretty good at, at basketball coaching. He gets another chance. Did Joe Mazzulla have issues with calling timeouts and kind of leaving a couple in his pocket and the other team go on long, <laughs> long scoring runs where Boston didn't have an answer and he didn't call timeout? Yeah, that happened. That happened more than once. Is that does that sound similar to a uh, to the current WVU basketball head coach? It does. Joe Mazzulla is thirty four. Maybe he learns from that. Did his team's offense look stagnant at times during the season in the playoffs? A lot of ISO ball, a lot of threes, a lot of jacking up threes, contested threes. Uh, yeah, that happened. Can he get better at coaching? Yes. Will he have different assistant coaches? They will, because a lot of the guys moved to Houston to join 
the Boston Celtics coach from last season there in Houston. So he's getting new guys, probably going to get an experienced guy with head coaching experience on his bench. So in theory, more veteran assistant coaches, another season to be with the team, and another year to get better. And Joe Mazzulla is a smart man, and I think he absolutely can figure some of this stuff out. And so what I would say the WVU representation in the NBA, I'd give the overall grade like a B because it's not great to talk about Deuce in a way where he may not stay up, and it's not great to say that Joe Mazzulla almost got canned after being <laughs> after being voted the third best coach or, or opportunity to be coach of the year. Uh, those aren't great. Uh, what brings it to a B is Joe Mazzulla's getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and winning 57 games. And you're anchored by the Javon Carter season. Just, I'll keep saying this, and I just have to eat it. I did not picture Javon Carter uh, in this role in year, well, we're in year five of Javon Carter in the NBA, and it's it's amazing. He had He had a fantastic season, and he can improve as well. And if he doesn't, being a rotation guy in the NBA that makes a ton of a ton of the threes that you shoot, he can have a long, fruitful career in the NBA. And I didn't see that one coming. That's on me. Shout out to Javon Carter. Are you on the Twitter? Are you still on the Twitter? I'm on the Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, at I M J O S H W H I T T. Post information about the show, post things about WBU basketball, other things. Check that out. Also, Unreasonable Doubt under the Smoking Musket umbrella. So go to smokingmusket.com, follow the Smoking Musket on Twitter at Smoking Musket. Listen to West by Pod, another Smoking Musket podcast with Jordan and Joel. Do those things. Twitter. You know what else happens in June? Realignment talks. We talked about this in the offseason, but now it's getting real. Real reports. The Big 12 athletic directors, Big 12 presidents, I don't know who. But there are people, as I'm talking, I think, that are at the Greenbrier in West Virginia. Big 12 ADs. Let's, let's just say athletic directors are meeting at the Greenbrier. And you know what they're talking about? I don't know. There's a lot of people on Twitter that knows exactly what's being talked about. They have sources. I don't have any sources. But people on the internet, uh, but I'm not a journalist. But there's people on Twitter who may or may not be journalists that have very good sources. And here's what the sources are saying. This is not my source. My source is the internet. And the internet, the most reliable place on earth, has very credible information about people talking to people. And some of that people talking to people is Big 12 
current Big 12 ADs talking to other current Big 12 ADs. But what if I told you that there were other ADs or officials from schools that were not in the Big 12 that were also talking to athletic directors in the Big 12? Huh? And the uh, the Big 12 commissioner, he's at the he's at the Greenbrier, I think. I don't know. I, I don't have a source on that. What I can tell you is that things are heating up <laughs> and the Internet is reliable. Let me pull it up. Listen to this from one of my favorites. Uh, listen, here, here's a thread. This is from at M-H-V-E-R-3. Shout out to that person. Here was his tweet. The buffs are an inevitability now. The real question is who is number two? So the buffs are the University of Colorado Buffaloes. So this this guy or lady who has sources is saying that Colorado will join the Big 12. Is that enticing from a West Virginia perspective? Well, it's just a it's just a school where you have to argue about who's got cooler mountains. You know, I'm sure the Colorado folks would look at West Virginia's mountains and say those are hills. And West Virginia would look at Colorado's mountains like those those aren't green. What kind of what kind of mountains are those? Can can a mountain not uh, you're you're <laughs> Look at your mountains without the green. They're dumb. You know, I don't know how that I don't know how that conversation would go. But from a WVU fan perspective, getting Colorado in the loop, if you're a football person and you get Deion Sanders in the mix, that's fun. Oh, and let's be clear. From what I know about Colorado football this upcoming season. I feel very confident that Colorado, in a rebuilding process and starting from the bottom, and now we're here, starting, you know, Dion's going the Drake method. They are going to be really bad at football. There's no way they're not going to be really bad at football. I don't know if that's Owen, whatever, if they get a couple of wins, but they're not going to a bowl. And I'll take. That's got to be a bet, and I will take that bet. I'll I'll put down five dollars to win eight cents. Continuing with M at M H V E R three. Next tweet A Z. That's for Arizona. Seems like they'd be the no brainer, but are still hesitant to pull the trigger due to their ties with A Z S T. Now that's. That's AZ is University of Arizona and AZST. That's I'm going out on a limb here. That's Arizona State University. Both schools are in the big uh, in the Pac-12. Who's number two? That's the question that MHVER3 is asking. And that person has sources, but it sounds like they're going outside of source talk to kind of speculate on who would be number two. And why would there only be two? Well, very obviously, because you got to have an even number. Yeah, <laughs> you got to have an even number. Because look at brackets, you got to have an even number. Next one bigger news is that ESPN and Fox have agreed to pro rata for UConn in all sports 
if AZ doesn't pan out. UConn in the mix for the Big 12. The old UConn-BYU rivalry. And I'll say stuff like that that I know I sound old when I say that. I don't – why would UConn – I mean, UConn. UConn UConn going down to Texas. It's just – basketball is fantastic, selfishly. For WVU, another another Eastern Standard Time school. Bring them all in. That's great. UConn, (laughs) UConn, Texas Tech, I just don't see a rivalry coming out of that, but that's not the point, right? So while I read that, Arizona in the catbird seat for number two, but if it doesn't work out with them, enter UConn as an all-sports team. Next tweet, this is MHVER3. I have one source who believes the UConn all-sports interest by Big 12 is a cover to get Arizona to make the jump, fear of losing the spot. So a bit of a leverage play. Hey, Huskies. uh, Hey, Buffaloes. We got some Huskies we want, and they're going to get your spot. Won't you come? Won't you come? And then the next tweet, going to be a very interesting next several days. And that's not according to a source that I'm guessing MHVER3 they, you know, they're just taking all this information to conclude that it's going to be very interesting, which could mean anything. But that's that's my number one source for news on realignment. That's uh, it's with a hundred percent accuracy at MHVER three. So thank you for all the work that you're doing at MHVER three on Twitter. Thanks for keeping keeping everybody informed. So. We're going <laughs> so 14 teams this year in the Big 12, theoretically 12 the year after, but you add two more, then you're at 14. Can you still be the Big 12? Gonzaga talk is always happening as a basketball only ad. How do they fit into the situation? <sighs> can we get can we get the Big 12 to have 66 teams? the Phillips 66 conference, I think ultimately, and again, I have no sources on this. I feel like the end game is the Phillips 66 conference. So Memphis come on down, ACC teams come on down. We got to get the 66 and that's a lot of schools. So maybe Marshall in the mix, maybe Appalachian state. Let's get, let's get everybody. Let's get Utah state, Boise state, in a 66-team conference, you're going to have a lot of states and a lot of schools that have the word state in it. It's complicated, but it's it's spicing up. And it's happening right here in West by God, Virginia. It's all going down at the Greenbrier. Decisions that will change the college sports landscape are being decided in beautiful White Sulphur Springs. And you can be proud of that as a as a native West Virginian, if you're like, if you are that, which I am. And I take great pride in that, in decisions going down at the Greenbrier. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Down. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, YouTube. Until next time, 
I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2022-2023 season, they had 19 wins and they had 15 losses. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.